0: If you want to get the most of your dog and your training sessions, you need nutrition that holds nothing back. Yukonuba's new premium performance lineup is built with the nutrients dogs need to help unleash their maximum potential. That starts with providing energy that matches their efforts, supporting optimal nutrient delivery, and supporting post-exercise recovery. Check out the new Yukonuba premium performance lineup and find your dog's fuel at yukanubasportingdog.com also want to thank Dakota 283 Kennels for everything that they're doing, making dog travel super, super, super easy. You can definitely check Dakota 283 Kennels out on Dakota283.com. Use my promo code TGDN10 for the new military grade crates, G3 Kennels, and a whole wealth of other new products and offerings from Dakota 283. I also wanna give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to Jeff and Josh Reuter at Trinity Breton. Over the last few weeks, uh, Jeff and I have become like, you know, pretty, pretty good friends. Um, And he and I both were talking and somehow came up with a crazy idea to start a scholarship program um, through my nonprofit, Minority Outdoor Alliance. Um, so I just really want to say thank you to Jeff for partnering with me and giving me, giving me the opportunity um, to give back to the community that we serve. So guys, just stay tuned for more updates in the very, very near future on the scholarship op- uh, opportunity uh, that we're doing in partnership with Minority Outdoor Alliance and Trinity Kennel. And lastly, I want to thank Garmin Fishing Hunt. For their new products and everything that they're doing to support the Gundog Notebook Podcast, Um, check out their new Alpha 200, all right? There's a whole lot of features that I want to get into a little bit later on in a a few episodes down the line. I'm definitely interested in getting my hands on one. So if you go and need an e-collar for your pup during this hunting season, check out Garmin. Also, I'm using the Pro 550 Plus if you need a good training collar. All right, guys, here we go and getting into the episode.
1: A book last year, uh, and it's, it's called The Black Belt Bounty. Okay. And it's, it's one of the nicest books I ever saw for, about people and all in the black belt section about field trials, about bird dogs, and about everything. Okay. And And it's, it's got a world of information in it.
0: Okay. I'm gonna have to go and get that book. Um, I'm gonna look it up now, matter of fact, and, and make sure I get it. <laughs>
1: yes, sir. I uh I'll be I, I'll be I'll be more glad to hit what what I can do with it. it well
0: look, it, I you know, if you don't mind, I'm gonna get that book for sure, but if you don't mind, you know, I just love to to hear, you know, how you got to meet man. And, and I know you guys work together. He scouted a great deal. Just anything, you know, your personal experiences, your story.
1: Well, you just asked a question and I'll try to answer.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So let's start here. What, um, How did man even get to working with you guys up at Sedgefield? Let's start there.
1: Well, man was raised on Sedgefield. Okay. He, he he was raised there, his daddy. I was bad when he died. His dad his daddy was over a hundred years old when he died. Really? But but man was raised up on
0: Oh Okay. So we now what was his dad's name? Do you remember?
1: I believe it was Ben Rand Senior. I believe what it was. Okay. Okay, cool.
0: Um and because, and, and and they say that man had, he was just a natural with the dogs. Like, so, all right, so Ben Rand was, Ben Rand Sr. was his dad. Now, was man, how did he come around to, to the dogs? He just gravitated towards them? Because he he, uh, he, he no, to have a special to touch.
1: That. <laughs> he, uh, Mr. Holloway was the manager and dog trainer there at Sagefield. Okay. And, and, they had a big fence around the main house and all, and they had a gate up there. Okay. And, and man's first job when he was about uh, eight or nine years old was sitting at that gate all day, and he would open the gate and let Mr. Mr. Sage through or whoever wanted through. Then he closed it back because they had a whole bunch of puppies running loose. And naturally those puppies come up at a man and he ped them and played with them right there. Mm-hmm. And he also opened the gate if anybody wanted to get through that. And I guess that was man's first experience with, with bird dogs. Right, okay. But now, Mr. Mr. Holloway, uh, he liked man and man rode, rode with him quite a bit. But uh, man was small, well, you know, I'd say, 12, 13, 14, there's an old schoolhouse over there at Sagefield, right. and that's where man went to school a little bit, and he said that in the wintertime, when Mr. Holloway would come by there, calling the dogs and things, he would watch the teacher, and when she turned her back, he'd jump out the window and run out there and get on behind Mr. Holloway. And he he uh, he said, you know, Mr. Billy said uh I didn't have no shoes back then and said so I'd put my feet in his hunting coat pocket <laughs> and said and said when we find a covey of birds, said he'd flush flush them and uh, I'd keep the horse up with him. If he hunted the single birds and all, well I'd just ride the horse along that with him. He yeah. said, I spent the whole day, a a day with him.
0: Just getting out and, of school and going to learn how to work birds and dogs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but he, uh, oh man, I I thoroughly enjoyed him. He, he and I think about him every day. Yeah, uh, I mean every time I see something that reminds me of him. <laughs> I mean, because he, when
0: I tell you so, I'm reading the um the Hoyle Eaton uh, that book, the White Knight story. I'm reading that now, matter of fact, and yeah. he comes up in Jack Harper's books, he comes up in, yep. in Hoyle Eaton's books. I mean, what, what was it that was so special about him over all of the other black scouts? Cause it was, a, it was Pet Kelly. It was man ran. It was a few of them.
1: Patience.
0: Patience. Okay.
1: Exactly. He had more patience than anybody I ever saw. And in the summertime, of course we, we, we didn't get to go to Canada or nothing much. And, uh, in the summertime he would take all the young dogs in the hallway of the barn and he would snap them hmm. and uh, he would yard work those dogs there in the barn he would he would force break them to retrieve he'd break them to wool and uh, just 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 handling them every day every day right and and whenever he got one that didn't want to do good didn't want to retrieve or anything well he never would change his class he kept them all doing the same and he kept food with that dog fooling till he got him doing just exactly like the rest of the dogs were doing. okay and he was he was uh had, had a lot of patience he was a good horseman. he could he could ride a horse now did he break his own horses too or he just rode now we'd we buy those horses around that is already broke fact okay. we'd get them up in North Mississippi, okay. Uh,
0: okay
1: Clyde Morton's brother-in-law raised a lot of horses around you all but in Mississippi. okay.
0: Now, now, how was he with Clyde Morton? like how because again he was he was influential there too. How was that relationship?
1: Well, uh, when when Mr. Holloway retired, well, Clyde took over the over his position, right? And uh, of course, Man was already there, and he had Clyde. Okay, okay, yeah. He, uh, he was.
0: Well, it, it's it's interesting though, because didn't now, Mister Clyde, he had an interesting start too, you know, getting in there because he came, he wasn't even working dogs. I think he was out. He had like hounds or something before that, didn't he?
1: Well, he had some hounds himself. Yeah, when he was growing up, and okay. he had hounds as long as he was at Sagefield too. Okay. He had a he had a good pack of fox hounds. That when I come back, okay. and uh, back then you could get on you could get on the horse and turn them loose about two thirty in the morning and, and have some good races up to there. Really? Okay. Okay.
0: That sounds cool, man. So, I mean, did y'all? Well, it did all of you guys, y'all had bird dogs, y'all had hounds. Was that was that the norm to y'all and, and, and was man was he just working with bird? I mean, you know what I'm saying, like what did he did he do hounds too?
1: Oh yeah, he was he was there. He took care of uh the hounds and the bird dogs around there. Okay. And then and then when they got so many, uh they had a great big old pot at the cookhouse there, and and Clyde had a had a man that cooked them. See, there wasn't any commercial dog feed at all. Then you had to cook all your feed, whatever you wanted to feed the dog.
0: Right. Now, what did y'all use?
1: What did we use? Yeah. Well, we cooked a lot of times the cabbage was real good, cooked in meal. And then with the meal, we mixed cracklings. Okay, and those crackers, of course, they had a lot of grease and stuff in them, and it made those dogs' hair look good and everything. Okay, and and if somebody had a had a cow somewhere that died around there, that maybe broke a leg or something, they'd go get her and dress her, and and they would cook that meat and all in that too. Okay, okay.
0: See, that's interesting, man, because, you know, nowadays everybody got all the, the grain-free this and that and all of that dog food. and Y'all y'all had better dogs, but what doing all that fancy, you know what I'm saying, like all the stuff that they got nowadays in dog food?
2: Yeah.
0: Huh. Okay. Now, what? Well, he,
1: go ahead. Well, you know, you and of course, fly was real to this three-hour dog, mm-hmm. just like I was. And uh, you got to know what you're doing when you're feeding dogs. I must have given them and all this. And they got them to be working regular and everything. And uh, Clyde, Clyde won the national course. Right. That's three hours up there. It was right. bad. Now. I but, want. I, I, yeah. No,
0: I was going to say. I wanted, go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 I won it four times, but I didn't get it but twice. <laughs> why is that? What, wasn't no question about it. I'm not going to tell you why, but uh, a, lot, uh, a, lot of, a lot of those folks uh, didn't like the boss, man. So, you know, that makes a difference. Right. That's right. all I'm going to say.
0: And, it, well, and see, that's the thing about field trials, man. At the end of the day, it's still a game. And when folks move off of the interest of the dog and and make it personal, you know, you see it, you know, a time and time and time again. And it's sad to see that, man. And that's, that to me is a fault on the judges. It
1: sure is. You know, we we,
0: got to be about the dogs, man.
1: You don't ever take anything away from, you don't ever take anything away from a dog because he might not get that win again. Right. And uh, you, you I judge quite a few trials, good trials. I judge imitational invitational a couple of times, some more, but no. I called a dog back one time up there that belonged to a man that, that had done me wrong in a field trial. He rode up on my dog, didn't call a point, and rode off and left him. Really? And we were looking at him. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't tell you, I didn't, I, I didn't take it away from that dog to do anything to him. I tell you that. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that, that shows me integrity, man. And that's, you know, that's, that's what it's supposed to be all about. We are supposed to be gentlemen in this thing. And, and and that that dog don't care what kind of personal business you got with somebody else.
1: That's right.
0: You know, um, it's a shame, man, but some folks can't move out. So that speaks volumes to me, um, about that stuff, man. And I'm, you know i i my first field trial um with my dog you know he had plenty of fines and his his forward race wasn't that good i was running him up he was a puppy but i was running him as a derby and um yeah. and, I, and i'm okay with you know i can accept that um but the people that won you know I, it was a little curious you know because the relationship that the judge had with one of the handlers that Handler got first place and it's kind of like, uh, I don't know how, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if that was necessarily all, all the way above board. Yeah. So, well, I, you know, and, and, and you and man, I mean, y'all were, it sounds like y'all were pretty much like family.
1: Yeah. Well, we, he, 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 he was good. He, he, he had patience and, uh, he, he really really would get, go out there and give you a hundred hundred percent every time we 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 won field trials with ice and snow and stuff on the ground and we didn't have nobody in the gallery sometimes but two or three judges and that that about it but he'd say that week <laughs> he wrote every break. I saw him i saw him one time at the national when I was just a kid i'd say that. i'd say in 40 war was over, I'll say in 46, they were uh, running dogs and, uh, the judges asked Clyde, uh, said, how long would it take for you to get Piloton back over here? He said, well, not very long. And he turned around and man said, man, go get him. Man tore out through them woods and things up there and he, he went off in a gully. Right. Yeah, rode up and looked, and he was coming out the other side. The horse was climbing the bank, and man was holding on to his tail. And when they hit the ground, on top of the hill, he was gone. And it wasn't long, it wasn't long, he was back there with old Fred.
2: Are
0: you serious?
1: Yes, sir. Just serious, just like me. Man.
0: Okay, so I mean, so he, it, it, that's the thing about a scout. I mean, you've got to you got to know your way around the terrain, you know, and it sounds like he, he was resourceful and he couldn't get up the hill, Why not use not, the horsepower?
1: You know, when I would go to a field trial, uh, before I started food with, with field trial dogs and things, I was going. And my daddy told me, said, now, if you want to learn how to scout a bird dog I said, you watch Ben Rand Jr. right there. And you can learn more right there than you can in a book or anything else. And I watched him at day how he did it. He he never was out in front. He was always in a position to to where he could see. Right. If we rode down in a low place, you look back and man was still sitting on that hill there where he could see that dog. And then when the handler got across that part, man threw out back to the front. Mm. But he was he
0: knew what he was doing. Now he now it was supposedly a story that I had heard. It was first-hand collection about man where, uh, you know, he came up on the dog on point and and was way ahead of the gallery. He found the dog ended up getting lost. Man goes and finds him. The dog was pointing birds. Man like got on the ground and basically looked to see where the quail were moved, like were running off to. He he put his face on the ground. <laughs> and you see what I'm saying, and and had that dog basically keyed in and then swung back out, got the handler, and then came back and basically told that handler exactly where those birds were because he literally watched them on the
1: ground. Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I You know, I, I never heard much about that. Uh, I guess the closest thing was when they were running the national Mm-hmm. And uh I think they came back in the second series with there, and he'd not had the, I don't know five or six fines. And uh, Clyde told man says, Man, I don't want no more fines now. He said, Yes. Yeah. Well they went tearing out up through there again, didn't like but about I think ten minutes and he sent man out. And it wasn't but a minute till man called point. So <laughs> Clyde rolled up and said, man, I told you I didn't want no more points. He said, yes, sir, but look right up over that bush right there. There's a cubby of birds, boiled up right there. He done seen them. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what, kind of what you heard. Maybe. I think that's what it was. I
0: mean, he, it, it, especially to go. Against it and say, look, we might as well go ahead and get this last really good find because Luminary. I mean, that dog was gonna hold yeah. anyway, you know.
1: Oh, this is a yeah, super special dog. He, he was he was said to get lost sometimes, but he was he was a good bird dog. Right? Right. And you ask it, you could ask Ed, Ed McPhearre if he was still alive, and he said, "That old run off bastard, I wouldn't have had him." <laughs> <laughs> He, he was working for Clyde then. Right. And, and, and Ed he did he, he didn't like that that that, that Illuminary. Yeah, he didn't like it. He liked paladin.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna to ask which I, I was gonna ask which one he liked more paladin illuminary. Um now y'all had Sulu too, didn't you? Uh Clyde
1: did, yeah. Okay. I how, I, I wouldn't work. How, how was that dog? Oh. Uh, I never saw that dog run that I can remember.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, I can't, I, uh, I, I can't remember. I'd I'd have loved oh. to, to see all of those dogs, man. Um, now y'all and y'all did y'all did the whole circuit too, right, man? You know, you man, your father, your not your father, Clyde. Um, all of y'all did the whole circuit from Canada all the
1: way back down here, right? Sometimes, not not very often. I didn't get to very very much. Okay. Uh, Mr. Clyde didn't either. Clyde just went up out to make those young dogs. And 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 uh, he'd probably take 20, 25 with it. Mm-hmm. And when he come back, he wouldn't have about five in the truck. <laughs> left the rest of them. <laughs> if they couldn't
0: make it back, here. oh, well, it wasn't worth having them anyway. That's right. Man, man. Now, was man did he was he did he have like more responsibilities over maybe puppies or, or, or older dogs? Like was it designated any kind of
1: way? Well, we just talked at the barn every morning when we get up and, and then we'd tell each one what to do, you know, if I was gonna do something else or I had if I was driving a tractor or planting the feed taxes or whatever, well I'd tell man what dogs to work and, and uh, yeah he could work the dog got that by himself he he had we had a we had a big old dog there Sam. he he weighed eighty and ninety pounds but he was hard headed as could be Dang, and a uh, big
0: old
2: pointer man.
1: i took yeah i took him to i i went by myself i went to with Canada and I went with Hole that here and uh I took that dog. I knew he was gonna make a good shooting dog. He was too big, for rid of a field trial dog, and and he didn't have quite enough tail. Right. But he was hard headed. But he could find birds when the rest of them couldn't. Mm. Man, and I were working him as we come back down here. Man we kept him me, of course, and and uh, we worked that old dog that morning, and he had a spell on him. He was hard headed as I've ever seen. <laughs> And we, we went out through there, and I could hear a man talking to him. He said, Sam, if you don't behave and do right, I'm going to bite your ear. <laughs> yeah, we went on a little bit. In a little while, I looked over, and I could see something black going up and coming down, going up and coming down. And when I got there, it was man's feet because he was always wearing these old gum rubber boots. <laughs> and he, he had old Sam by the ear, and old Sam was flipping him around just like a rag doll over He'd go up and come down, go up and come <laughs> down. And till the day that dog died, he still had a white brand on that ear right there. Hair never did come back on.
0: Because he bit that ear. God, man, <laughs> and the dog never wanted to cooperate.
1: He he get their attention, but <laughs> he didn't have to do too much to them once he got them yard broke. Yeah, and old and, it, and he was and I I'd, I'd work a little in the barn with him, but I couldn't work in that much because we didn't have any help to feed field hardly, and I was driving tractors and laying off feed patches, running bulldozers, and just other things that you have to do, mm-hmm. okay.
0: Now, um, couple of, couple of things too. What year was I didn't get what year was man born? You said uh, early, you know, like
1: you know, I, you know I, I cannot tell you. Okay. It, it may be, nine. it may, it may be in that book, but I, I can't tell you. Uh, okay. I know, I know he wasn't. Like I said, the first national I went to was in forty six, uh when the setter won it. And and uh, man was up there then and he was a grown man. So he I spec he went I spec man was I think he was in his eighties.
0: Okay. At Because he and he died pretty old too. I mean he was
1: he was up there. Yeah, him. he did. Okay. He uh the last four or five years I think he had uh, Alzheimer's he he uh, he'd come to work and and uh, I had to lock up the, the dog feed boxes I had to fix there I had to lock them up and I couldn't let him feed because he'd feed the same dog three or four times really? if he liked it yeah and, and and anyhow we fixed him up a pallet and everything that at the barn dog kennel running he lay on it <laughs> and then he'd go back home walk home for dinner and I asked him one time I said man don't you want me to take you home he said oh no so say you wear out my road <laughs> everybody, everybody get wet you know it <laughs> and drag <track> it up
0: <laughs> so he Where, just wanted to walk on through and he was in his 80s doing that yeah Man, so he, I mean, he literally was was with the dogs from start to finish. I mean, he, he never
1: stopped. That's right. We—I mean, He's buried there on Sagefield. There's a church uh, across from the clubhouse over there. And uh, my son was running the place after I left there. And two or three days before he got ready to leave, he called a friend of ours, Jack Jarman, down in Fulton, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and told Jack what he wanted to put on a monument for man. Right. His family hadn't they hadn't done anything for it. So then the next day, when Jack come up there and it had the year that man was born and and died, and then had had uh, the year he was elected to the Field Trial Hall of Fame on that. M- Nice, and uh, they had a quail put in each corner of the tombstone. Okay.
0: Now, why didn't he? Why didn't he have a tombstone before? His family just couldn't afford it, or, or, or,
1: he just—they just didn't do it. Huh? They just didn't. Didn't do it, and uh, that's... that's kind of a touchy subject to me because I asked somebody else to, about putting one over. there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said no, but anyhow, really? when I got ready to leave, when I got ready to leave, Billy Wayne had one maiden put over there. It was it just
0: because at the end of the day, just race relations and stuff like that.
1: No, I don't think so. Uh, I just really don't know. Huh. You know, it got away from got away with me, and I'm not gonna call any names or anything. Right, but. Uh, we were going to have it marked Billy Corpett Wayne, he was at face Field. He, uh, he was just a kid. He rode with a man and he a hard word dog. He learned a whole lot from him. He was about as good a scout as you have. have. He scouted several champions for me.
0: Okay. So what, like... In addition to the patience and stuff like that, I mean, it, it, with being a scout, did it was it like he didn't really learn from anybody else? He just kind of got he just he just learned from from experience, right? I don't think he had any kind of serious mentors.
1: No, I don't. I don't think nobody but Mister Holloway, Mister right. Holloway, he won some field trials, won several good ones. He won a free fall one year over at Hatchet Shabby mm-hmm. before he before he ever come, there. He he. Had a place in Texas. Hmm. Okay. And uh, no, he just, just what he'd watch. Now, we was, you know, he, he, he was kind of funny. We, we run in three hours one time in free fall with a lure. No, a wrap up. And she had about 10 or 12 finds, just those kind you ride wheel on across the field as she stood. Mm hmm. We come in at dinner and, and I think uh, Bill He was secretary and man rolled up to him and said mr. bill said what is 20 percent of the whole thing? <laughs> he, he told him he said well left don't want it <laughs> he said, you're right
0: <laughs> he said he got it yeah. That, that is funny so and and y'all were running were y'all how, how was the wild birds back then y'all were pretty much running all wild birds then right
1: oh all wild birds yeah okay okay See,
0: yes it's so much different now i mean i got i i train my dogs on wild birds down in uh thomasville and so i'm so i'm born and raised in atlanta but i drive out to thomasville and stuff like that to to, to work dogs to work my dogs yeah. and uh it's just, it's a different ball game, man. What that does to them dogs is it, it, it a lot of buddies of mine, you know, they, they work pin raised birds and that's fine. You know, that's just what most folks have today. But that, when that light bulb turns on with them dogs, man, on wild ones, it is, it, you can't beat it. Yeah. You
1: know, and that's My son, I saw, go ahead. Yeah. My youngest son has uh, been down in that area about a year down there. He went to work and, to- He's got, uh, I think it's three thousand acres. Right? It's pretty close to Ed Epp. Huh. Do you do you know Ed? He runs Horseshoe Plantation.
0: Yeah, I don't know him, but I've I've heard about him, and I know Horseshoe Plantation.
1: All right. Well, he, that, that plantation he's on is right next to it, and he's uh, they don't shoot any birds. The man that owns it, he comes down there, and they work field trial dogs and things, huh. but. Uh,
0: if you can't, I mean, I'd love to meet him because I'm going down there in a couple of months. Matter of fact, yeah. I, if 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 it, I'd love to meet him down there, um, I'll see if I can get his contact information, um, and and you know, let him know I spoke to you and stuff like that. But man, I didn't know he was down there at Horseshoe.
1: Yeah. Well, he's he's not at Horseshoe. He's right next to it. Right next to it. Next to it. Next yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, uh. He's on that, that plantation. They've got. Uh, I can't even call the name of it now. He's there. He's on the place by himself. The man told him that I don't. We don't hunt. We don't want shooting any bird. But I want somebody to take care of the place and knows what to are doing. Right. And, and uh, he's already seen. One day he saw sixteen young cubbies. Really. Already flying.
0: Man, that's good. That's perfect that's perfect we got to keep that going i mean shooting birds it's fun don't get me wrong i mean you know it's fun but i I just take a blank pistol out there nowadays ain't enough birds to just be knocking out of the air like that all right guys i hope y'all enjoying the show i just want to let you know again if you want to get everything your dogs got
1: Was at it one night when he run the quail of and and the U.S. and uh, hold yeah, I was okay. with Hole that winter,
0: okay. Okay, that's what I was getting at. So, how, how
1: oh. was that dog, man? Oh, he old Bud was a big old running dog, he, he, he could run and had a good nose, he could fly, mm hmm. And uh, I never will forget what what Clyde Morton said about him one time. He, Clyde walked up there and I had him on the lead and we had just won, I think we had just won the quail for charity. Clyde said, well, he's nice to the dog, but said he'll never run three hours. He's too long and lean. We brought him in the National as a derby and he had 12 cubbies, three singles and a woodcock. Mm-hmm. And the last, the last hour, he 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 pointed, I don't know three or four covers of birds. and uh, so uh, I'm, when now, we got through, when, yeah, when we got through, Clyde rolled up there. He said, "Well, I was funny. I was wrong because I, I believe he could run one more wire, couldn't he?" <laughs> I said, "Yes, sir, he could run another."
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he had it in him. Yeah.
1: Okay. He's a good. He was a good dog. He put a lot of good stuff in dogs. It's up there around Booneville, Mississippi, Shipping you know, Hall, where Hole is. That's mm-hmm. where I was raised. Uh they uh when they had him when they had uh White Knight fire up there, right. They bred him a lot and he he had some good shooting dogs in that country. Uh-huh. And then they uh, all they and Dick Brown bred the dogs. they got dog. A litter of pups white
0: right white um, wow okay so m- i was i
1: was I, yeah. I was I, I was, was going to ask
0: you something but go ahead
1: i was there when when they uh divided the litter of pups over at Dick Brown's and all of them were solid white you couldn't tell one from other. So they got some red nail polish, and when Hall would take one, they'd put a little red dot on it. When we'd get another, they'd put a red dot on it. And old Bud was the last puppy. He was kind of sick or something, and Hall got him. And uh, yes, sir, I, I put in lots of hours. I don't know.
0: Man, see, this is this is the information that you can't get in a book. Um. Some of that is in Hoyle's book, but I just, I like the personal accounts. I mean, like I said, I've seen your name in the the book that I'm reading now, The White Knight Story, but it's a shame to me why nobody came and talked to you.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) I know I told you to
0: talk about Man Ram, but let's talk about your story, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember all of them, and I should have written a book. But uh, I didn't, and I can still remember it though.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, if you're here for it, man, I'm here to save the conversation. To tell, tell me, let's go from start to finish, man. How? Where'd you get your start at?
1: Well, like I said, I was raised at Boomville, Mississippi, and and uh, my daddy always had good dogs. He had some good field trial dogs. He just wasn't financially able to run, mm-hmm. but uh, he had some he has cracker jack shooting dogs and in that country up there uh there were a lot of tenant farmers and there was a lot of wild killed too and uh, every afternoon I'd ride my horse to school and uh, quick as school was out well I'd jump on the horse and run back to the house and do what little chores I had to do and then I'd have two or three full puppies there that Daddy had told me to work, and uh, I would take them one every afternoon, and uh, I just kind of got to where I liked them. And, uh, we had uh, we had a relative of ours lived out in Texas. They had some pretty good dogs, and he called Daddy one time, and he says. Uh, I want a dog that'll do something that the rest of these dogs won't do. And he told Eddie what he wanted. He said, I want a dog that will retrieve by the head only. And Eddie Eddie said, well, I don't have one like that, but said Billy's got one out here that he he can make him do anything he wants to. He said, well, I'd pay $500 for one. And when Daddy told me five hundred dollars, that's the most money I'd ever heard of. And I got me a jug, a glass jug that was too big to go in the dog's mouth. He couldn't carry it. But then I fixed the, the, the head of the jug with some bird feathers and stuff, and uh, I force broke him with that. He'd hold that jug, and he—I could call him. He'd come to me. Lay it down. And that fall when I killed the bird, the first thing he did was when I tried to pick him up with the head, right? Bring him back, and uh, I took a lot of time with that old though.
0: So yeah. what? Now, why was it? Why was he just so interested in re- retreating by the head?
1: Because every morning everybody drank coffee, and all of them were bird hunters out there. And he wanted something, but the rest of them couldn't talk about it. He had
0: something. <laughs> so it was more of a pride thing. He he just wanted something that folks couldn't get.
1: And you know, you know, about twenty years after that, he called down there, talked to me, and he said, I want another dog like old Bill. I said, Yeah, I want one too, but I ain't got it. <laughs>
0: so that was that was just something special that y'all had yeah so what all right so after that dog what you know how did y'all follow up on it because i mean that's a unique trait there and most folks don't even want field trial dogs to to retrieve y'all were just running shooting dogs then
1: all all our dogs retrieved uh there wasn't a better retriever in the world than wrap up and allure really uh, oh yeah, and you know, you know, in the free fall, you can kill a dog or bird if you want to. And uh, I was running with old Oklahoma Flush, and uh, I'd had about three or four more fines than he had, but uh, about ten minutes before time was up. She made a heck of a swing around a great big field up there and popped out on the other side and swapped in right there. I rode up and I told him, I said, I'd like to kill this dog a bird. He said, that's fine. Go ahead. I killed her a bird out there, touched her on the head. She out then and picked it up, brought it back, and wired it up and handed it up back to me. Nice. And I knew... A man said school's out now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he was with you then?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. He uh, he, he was with me practically every ever good trial he won and uh towards the end he got to where he couldn't hear very good and he couldn't see good. Right. And I told him, I said, man, I'll get you some hearing aids. He's said, oh, no, so I don't want them. I said, how about some glasses? He said, glasses, them kind you put on your eyes? I said, yeah. He said, I don't want them either because that horse followed me and that glass going in my eye and ruined me. So I, said, I don't need them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he just kept it all, whatever God gave him. That's all he wanted.
1: That's all he wanted. Man.
0: Y'all you, you know, y'all was some tough folks back then, man.
1: <laughs> he he was good, and you know, you know uh man's family, none of the rest of them worked there or flew with with bird dogs or anything. He just didn't tell them.
0: So, I mean, did now was man married? Did he get married?
1: I I didn't quite hear you why Did did man ever get married? Oh yeah, he had big family.
0: Okay, he just none of them just wanted to work dogs. Yeah. Huh.
1: And then uh, and then on the side he populated half a sage field. <laughs> Are you serious? Just serious It can be. <laughs> I said I come up the road there one day and I saw a little old boy walking along. He about twelve years old, and. Uh, I was feeling pretty good that day. We've been working dogs. I said, "Man, is is that your boy there?" He says, "They says he is." <laughs> I I said, do "You ever do anything for him?" He said, "Oh yes, sir. I buy him a pair of shoes. That Christmas."
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He, he. I mean, he he knew, but he didn't. He wasn't for sure.
1: Yeah, he was. But he had several of them running.
0: (laughs) The man really was the man
1: around (laughs) Sandfield. You know they, uh, you know all those, all those uh, boys that was getting ready to run at the national up there. They, all the scouts stayed out there together. Mm -hmm. Beck Kelly and and some more of them I can't think of right now. But they decided they were going to get man drunk. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> well, they was, play, they was playing cards that night. Of course, man had on them old big rubber boots like, yo, oh, it was. And uh, they was playing cards, and they had a little corn whiskey sitting up on the table, and they'd pass it around. And man said, Mr. Billy said, I knew what this was trying to do to me. He said, I just kissed the bottle, and then I'd ease it down. I'd pour me a little bit in the boot. <laughs> and said they went on around. That went on that night. And said I got to acting like I was drunk. They closed the game down. I went back to my room, got me a bottle, and said I emptied that out of out of my boot over that bottle. I said you drank that. Oh yes, yeah, sir. It wasn't <laughs> nothing wrong with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, that that corn whiskey probably killed whatever was in that boot too
1: boy no question
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's slick man and so they thought he was drunk
1: yeah they thought they had him man 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 him and him and peck didn't get along at all
0: Yo, okay so that all right so now we talking how why why did they not get along
1: well each one of them was trying to win and and uh that's long back when Palamonium was running, and then that's when uh, 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 John Gates was running old Medallion. And they tell the story about it. Uh, those two dogs were called back in a free fall down in Canton, Mississippi, and uh, they were both both doing pretty good. Still had some wild birds down there. Right. And a man called Point, and there's a creek there called Cat Creek, and you had to go way on down it to get get across it and come back. Well, we went down there and we come back, and when we come back, there was medallions standing up there, and and the Palamonian was backing. Man said it wasn't like that when I left him. <laughs> So they got into it, but they carried guns for each other for a while. Really? Yes, sir. They were sick.
0: I mean, they really didn't like each other.
1: No, they didn't like each other. God, <laughs> man. It's <laughs> a matter they, of money. Well, I mean,
0: I and I understand that, but the, it, it to me, like the, the the old scouts, and and you say they all stayed together. It's kind of like cowboys, right, and wranglers, like they you 'all camped yep. out in the same spot lived you know more or less lived together and and though they competed against each other they had to to, to be around each other
1: yeah well it was around each other quite a bit but God. Yeah.
0: and now now Peck how was he because he died
1: early he died young he died uh, a car turned over be driving on one of them old uh sand roads down there out from Albany mm-hmm uh, well, he was right up the road there from the plantation where where my boy runs, and and uh, it turned over with him, threw him out, and, and rolled over on him. Really, but now he was one of the best. Yeah,
0: like let's let's talk about Pet Kelly too. Like how and, and and how did you? What was your relationship like with him?
1: Well, you know, I did I didn't know Pet that well, or. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took White Knight to the uh, quail fraternity in Carbondale, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And Clyde was, and Peck was up there right with Mr. Clyde. And I got to know him quite a bit. And uh, I forgot what it was. I I gave him one time you know, and all. And he liked me from then on. Hmm. And he, uh, when we were running White Knight in the national years later, was scouting for, uh, hmm, let me see, his name just jumped right out of my mouth. Uh, South Carolina, Paul Walker, and, 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 uh, we would brace with him, and, uh, Peck helped me a lot that day with White not, I never would have gotten back around if he hadn't told me. He really helped me a lot.
2: Hmm.
1: Finally, was about 30 minutes gone, he said, you know, Mr. Billy said, uh, I wish I didn't have to look at this in the mind. I sure would like your CEO to finish. I said, yeah, he will. Really? He was just that kind of fellow. I liked it.
0: Okay. So they were. They, so the neither one of them were were... were bad people. They just didn't like each other just for sake of competition, but they were both good folks.
1: That's right. Both okay. of them were good folks. That's okay.
0: both good. It's just, just, just part of, you know, competing and, and, and having to make money in, in a job. Now,
1: and, and, you know, if you go if you go long enough and things will 30, 40, 50 years, well, you're going to have a bad spot in there somewhere. Right. Right.
0: Now, what was your... Best dog you handled? What 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 dog would would be that for you?
1: Well, I'm not gonna say which one was the best because one can do something better than the other, but a wrap up and a lure. Okay, those are your favorites. They, we'll put it that way. Well, they were just they were just the best dogs I ever saw. Hmm. Okay. And I and I saw I saw lots of them, but uh, they. they they whooped everybody up and down the major circuit, you know. I I'd see them boys come in, John Rex, and them, they'd come in with a great big truck load of dogs and have 15, 20 on the stake chain. And I'd ride up there with one little old dog sitting up in the cab with me, and that's all I had. And they start shaking their head then. <laughs> but that that
0: that's what they say, man. Beware the man with one dog.
1: Yeah, that's that's I guess that's where it comes from. Yeah, but, uh, you get. I mean because we you know, always we, we we always did real good.
0: Yeah. You know what well, that said, feels now how was your relationship you got to know Mr uh Mr. Sage pretty well too, right?
2: Who?
0: Mr. AGC Sage.
1: No, I never saw him except for uh, one time to national. Okay. So you were just pretty kid. much like Mr I de- Holloway. No, he he was already gone Oh, uh, he died about a year after after Clyde got the place. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so
0: your majority or all of your time was more or less spent with 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 Mister Clyde. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Now, all right, so let's put two dogs on the ground. Wrap up versus White Knight. What if we could speak in hypotheticals? How do you think that would have went?
1: you can't you can't you can't do it like that i mean uh one day one day the scent conditions better and one dog does better than the other one mm-hmm. but uh, now white knight was a, was a good dog he did he ran a whole lot and a whole big dog but uh wrap up didn't lose any any ground she she was running you could come to a big field if you want her to go around it you just your whistle, She went on around it. Okay. But she would always come back. She had lost very few times.
0: huh
1: hmm. You know, I could have, I could have won, I could have won shooting dog stakes with her. Uh But he wouldn't let me go to any. And uh, I only, I only won eight championships with her, But they was good ones, you know. He'd let me go to two or three of the biggest ones. That's it. <laughs>
0: eight championships ain't bad, man. <laughs> that ain't bad at all. Now,
1: but uh, well, they were good. Ones, you know.
0: L- let me ask you this: when you when y'all were running up at the at the national, because the way that Ames is is situated, I mean it's it's not wide open. So those dogs really got to make good moves, you know, and and you have to know when to turn it. Right. off They say it's kind of like a maze. Yeah. You know how do you how do you get? An all-age dog, a big all-age dog like that, to hone in on on a course like that, because they run off and get lost.
1: Well, a smart dog, a smart dog's gonna handle to that to that handler's voice, right? And uh, you know they they all them boys that oh, all said bring them to Canada, bring them to Canada." Well, I didn't get a chance to go up there one time, and. and uh, when wrap up was a derby and she was a July puppy mm-hmm. and I was going to her that year first year old lady. Leon Covington looked at her An old Cole rolled up that and he said well boy said she's a good one but don't break her too early I still remember that but you can make those dogs do anything they want to do it for you See, I made that I made a movie uh with uh, Coach Bryant okay. and Kirk Getty and wrap up. And uh, we we hunted her just, just out here like a shooting dog. I'd yeah. quit I'd quit singing to her or anything like that and she'd just fan out there in front of me and she'd do what I wanted her to do.
0: Now you made a movie? Yeah. What was it
1: called? Uh it was uh It was Coach Bryant and Kirk Daddy, and I had won the national with Wrap Up. Mm -hmm. And Kirk Daddy had this let me think of the name of that thing. They used to have it on Sunday afternoon. uh, Damn. uh, American Sportsman. Okay. And it, it came on on Sunday afternoon. Okay okay
0: i'm gonna see if i can it's it's got to be out there somewhere i'm gonna see if i can pull that up and, and and watch it it's got to be out there somewhere
1: uh they you know they had some i've got a i've got a copy of that thing uh, just got one and uh, they had them for sale at one time huh and uh, I, ne- I never i never saw any too many somebody
0: bought one and brought it to me well i'm gonna i I gotta see if i can you know get hold of it's it's something out there i mean the the thing is all of this information y'all gentlemen like to me y'all set the foundation of what it is that guys like new guys like me are trying to do you know and it's good to see what y'all were doing firsthand in any kind of movies documentation book like we got to stay on top of that, you know. Yeah, we, we have to stay on top of that. Um, now, it, it, folks talk about being a dog man. What 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 does that really mean? I mean, you've had a lot of success. What does not just saying a dog man, but what does that life look like? What does what does the the philosophy of a dog man mean? Do you get what I'm saying?
1: All right. All right. Well, you see one when you go to a field trial and you see somebody there, he might not have a, a, a fancy rig or anything like that, but when he pulls his horses out and they clean and everything's sharp, got a dog or two maybe, he's just starting, and his dogs look good, and you know that he's got the right disposition to be a good dog man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daddy told me a long time ago. He said, "When well, you go to a field trial, said you might not have the best dog, and you might not have the best horse, and said you might not be dressed as good as some of the rest of them. But if you're clean, shaven, and your dogs are, are pretty, and your horses, said you'll make it." Okay. I thought about that a lot of time.
0: Okay. I uh, it, it's it's funny you say that. When I was reading through Jack Harper's book, he he told me he made it a point to always come to a trial looking his Sunday best. Yeah, you know, um, and you see that. And
1: I I scouted a lot of dogs, Mister Pl- Mister John. So
0: okay, so let's let's talk about that. Some um, now, did you scout Texas Ranger?
1: I didn't. I, I'm hardly hearing what. Oh, sorry.
0: Um, did you scout Texas Ranger for him?
1: No, uh, okay. no, that was before my time. Okay, which which one? I scouted. Did you scout for? I scouted John John Oliver and Hattie of Arkansas. Okay, and uh, I never scouted the Arkansas Ranger. But see, when Howell and I were down at Canton, Mississippi, when White Knight was a derby, mm-hmm. well, Mister Jack was over at Yazoo City. And he would come over and work for us, with us. And he gave us more information and taught us more than anybody else. Really? And he was just—he was just a heck of a good dog man. I mean, he—he, all his dogs would retrieve and uh, do everything they're supposed to. Okay. Okay. Have you got his book?
0: Yes, sir. Is the his book sitting right here in front of me? Bird dogs and field trials, and I got the one, the original edit. Matter of fact, the one he wrote all up through. Yeah. Yeah. He he he. I don't think he too much liked that first edit.
1: He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> they had stuff is wrong, and he marked it out. I got one of those books too.
2: Mm-hmm. He
1: give me one down it, and, and same
0: thing. I mean, but that's when. I like that edit that book though, because it, it seems he wanted to make sure that the story was told correctly. You know, yeah, uh, that's and, right. And so he took the time to go through all each and every last one of them books.
1: That's right. You know, and, that's that's, that's the kind of person he was. Oh, he was tight as a pick or stick. But anyhow, he uh, he'd come and the field trials and things and his old bridles and things, you know he'd have a little bailing wire, wire around him and stuff like that, but but uh, he didn't spend no money. I don't I don't guess he was making a whole lot, but mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so he ain't like to spend a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But he was—I mean we, he was a nice guy. He was he he wasn't like a he wasn't a, a, a tight handler. I mean he was a nice guy to you though.
1: Know. That's exactly right. Okay. I, I uh I've got the I've got the thing that he wrote me when I was scouting the dog down there and it's got twelve or fourteen things that the scout should do. And uh I still got it in my drawer. Really?
0: Now is yeah. is that the same thing that he put in the back of that book or is it different?
1: You know, I really don't know. Uh I hadn't read. I hadn't read that book in a long time. Oh, Maybe I got the other in my mind. I've got it in here. In fact, I've got two.
0: I, I would. Uh, I would love to know what he wrote you, man.
1: Uh, there was a lot of lot of things the scouts supposed to do besides go to a field where I was and, uh, What was
0: what was the thing that stood out to you the most? What was the most important thing, if
1: you remember that? Well, let's see. The most, yeah, I remember what it was. He said, be real personable, I reckon is the word I'm trying to use, around field trials. It said, if you see an owner over there, and he's having trouble with his saddle or broken or something, stop and have him. He yeah. said, he'll remember that, and one day you may get a dog from that man. And uh, he, he, he he had several things on there, like that,
0: okay,
1: okay. well, I mean, he was a
0: gentleman. That's what it sounds. At the end of the day, he sounds like the gentleman that we all need to be in field trials. That's right, you know um that that to me is 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 what's most important. and I you know, Mr. Morton, I just don't understand how people can be. Um, adverse to competing with bird dogs, you know. But I, I, yeah. b- because we should be trying to get new folks in. Yeah. But what but that we don't. Does, but it, it comes from the leadership.
1: Yeah. But we've had several folks that in the last few years that they were making money out of the dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, they were shipping them to Japan and everything else, and they didn't, they didn't care. We we
0: we, I'm, I I hope that through you know my work and everything that I can change that narrative. Um, you know, now th- were there a lot of black scouts back then?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, practically, practically every hunter had a, had a, had a black scout. Uh, you know, I didn't know all of them back then. I didn't pay attention to them. I looked. I went to field trial I looked to see man I was going to follow man and See what he's doing
2: You went to the source
1: That's right <laughs> and My my boy Billy Wayne's an awful good scout
0: Oh I'm and I'm, I'm going to call him back Because I want to get His stories too now
1: He uh And you know Something else I didn't tell you about man mm-hmm. Man was a good tracker. In other words, he—if you he came to the road somewhere and your dog was lost and everything—I've seen man lean down off of his horse and look at a track. And if it—it it wasn't his dog's track, he didn't fool with it. But if it was his, he went on. Huh? He was good. Billy Wayne about the same way. Billy Wayne raised yeah, in man. the woods. Yeah. So.
0: How, i mean he just you, knew that dog's footprints
1: that's right he use flies and everything like that and, and god
0: man and, i mean and all of these things see those are the nuances that aren't that those are the little things you know that that folks don't talk about scouting you know and and you just learn that over time because i was i, I used right. to wonder how these guys would lose dogs and know exactly where to go yeah you know, um so I guess when y'all was at the kennel, I mean, they just measured the dog's feet and stuff like that.
1: Well, you just looked at him. You could, you know, you could put in measurements and anything, but you'd see his track in the sand or something like that, and you could tell pretty much where it was. Okay. But, uh, yeah, well, one of them, but old Sam, old Sam had one as big as 12 shoot, and we didn't have no trouble tracking him.
0: <laughs> so... I mean Sam now what, what line did Sam come out of? He how where did he come from?
1: Sam? Yeah. Oh well, he was a shooting dog. I brought him there as a puppy. Uh he was I, I believe he had some red water wrecks breeding in it. Okay. Oh, uh, I think that's where I where I got him up there. I think I got him from Ole, I believe it did.
0: Okay, uh, and 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 you 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 had a pretty good relationship with Mister Oil too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I went down there. I went down there when he was getting started the year White Knight was a Derby, and I went down to Canton, Mississippi, and helped him. I was off that winter. I worked construction with my dad, and I was off. I went down and. Stayed with him. I wasn't exactly getting rich. He was paying me fifteen dollars a week, and I was <laughs> driving back to will drawing unemployment compensation one day. <laughs> <laughs> so you were spending your
0: spending what he gave you in gas. Yeah,
1: yeah, and gas. <laughs> I had to like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, well, I mean, I, I hate to say it, man, but I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of folks that's going to get into bird dogs and field trials and think that they're going to get rich off of it. I just, I just don't, you know, um, you can make some good money now. I mean, you know, free for all and stuff like that. You win $20,000 purse, but on the day to day, I I don't know a lot of folks that's just getting, you know, (laughs) getting super rich off. of Well,
1: Tara Miller did pretty good.
0: I think he might be the only one of the few, not the only one, but one of the few. Now they say Farrell Miller got so much silver in in his living room he can pay somebody college tuition.
1: Oh, he's got every kind of little old college thing, and I was there when I was there when uh, he got started in the dog business. Cause he, he got uh,
0: his first dog off a of white knight.
1: Well, he came down here and bred two bitches. Mm-hmm. and uh, Paul was supposed to get two dogs or something like that I don't know but anyhow, Pharaoh called and made her own said you know said, uh, neither one of those bitches caught Paul said is that right yeah Paul went by his kennel up there uh, two or three months and there's more white dogs right around out there than a little bit puppies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really
1: That ain't to be a
0: public thing. Wow. So, I mean, and that's where it all started. I mean, because you think, man, Mr. Miller nowadays got – he has – I think he's got the the top dogs in the circuit. I mean, he's won more championships than anybody still.
1: Um, Well, you know, I, I don't know. It's not. It's not how many championships it is. It's the quality of these championships. Right. Like three. Like three hours. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe he ever won a three-hour championship. Okay. I remember. I can remember. Uh. Uh. I, I don't believe he ever won the three-hour championship. He never won the free fall. That's. And the national that was two beasts. One's then, uh, in the U.S., uh, but uh, so I all mean, well, he, had,
0: um, he had a he has a national champion. Huh? Yeah, he got he got a national champion under his belt.
1: I don't. don't uh, you talking about uh, Miller's uh, silver it. bullet? Did he, did he win a national?
0: I think Silver Bullet won a national. Hmm. I, mean, I, I know I, that he had...
1: I will fact he check had a, that. Had a, Go ahead. He had a bitch uh, that we had that we got from him. And uh, she never did quite suit us. And we uh, sold her back to this fella. Mm-hmm. And she won the national. He, he didn't have her then, you know. I can't go and go Faith play around her. It's a national one. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he won it that dog. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, can't remember all those dogs. It just go through mine.
0: Look, but I, uh, I, I try to do my best to do it. I do know Silver Bullet ma- Miller Silver Bullet made the Hall of Fame. That I do know.
1: Um, yeah i remember the dog i remember the dog he was a good
0: dog yeah, he was yeah. A good dog so but why what you say that bitch just didn't 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 suit you guys what about it
1: well she we didn't think she ran enough okay you know we were going some trials and stuff that year and, and just didn't think she ran enough but apparently when they got her up there they they Won the national, well, there how they got her qualified and won the national that year. Okay. She got it the year I was running uh, wrap up, and I'd done had six or seven pounds, and I didn't have but 30 minutes to go. And she was going through that sage grass up there, and right off in one of those deep gullies over there. Mm-hmm. She was laying down in the bottom of that gully. I thought she's dead. Right. I got her out. Got her up there and she bleeding in the mouth. I healed her up there in front of the judges, and the other dog was standing there pointing. Mm. I healed her up there, and she backed. And I told the judge, I said, Judge, I'm gonna pick this dog up. Oh no, don't do it, Billy he said. Just take her off and hide her somewhere else. He said, don't take her up. I said, No, sir, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep this dog out here. I don't know how bad she's hurt. And I put her in the jeep, I tell the head, and they took her on to the doctor. Fortunately, there wasn't nothing bad wrong. She was bruised on the inside. Dang, hey, okay. My boss man okay. got mad at me because I picked her up. But, uh, you know, that dog's life meant more to me than the national championship or anything else. Right, right.
0: I mean, and that, that's a smart thing. Again, that goes back to being a, a, a dog man and, and – you know, understanding, um, understanding the condition, you know, cause if that dog had passed away, then, then what?
1: Yeah. Um, I just, I just, I just wasn't going to do it. And, and, uh, I remember, I remember the first dog got ran and the last one was a, a bitch called Dixie springtime. Right. She was a beautiful dog. And I, and uh, I won the U.S. with her. That's the first good trial I'd ever won. And uh, she died, about a year later.
0: Really. But she
1: she she was nice though.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, you know, now she died in eighty-one. So how how old would she have been by then? How old what? How How old was she when she died?
1: Oh, she was about. Uh, John Gates won the of Security with her. He won. Uh, she was only about uh, six years old. Okay. But she, I had her checked, and you never saw as many heartworms come out of that dog.
0: You know, did, and uh, that that's a a big question of mine. Did y'all get a lot of heartworm dogs?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we got, White Knight had White night, had had worms, uh. But back, but then they were able to treat these dogs. You know, we back then, we didn't know what it was, what right. to do.
0: And, and so uh, once they got them, it, it was pretty much downhill from there.
1: That's right. Man. And they had been giving this dog heartworm medicine, but apparently they didn't give it to her when she was a puppy. And if you don't get in there and give it to them early, and they get those eggs or whatever it is they get, in there uh, you don't kill them.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. And they were injecting these dogs with um, uh, uh what's that stuff called? Um, dang, what's that stuff? Hold on. It's uh, I know what it is, and for some odd reason, it's not coming off my tongue. Um. They were injecting these dogs with uh, arsenic. That's what it was.
1: That's that's right. That's yeah. right.
0: And, you know, and it was a straight it, arsenic shot.
1: Well, they they I, I laid it a little bit, I think, but okay. that's what they were giving them. And uh, Man. sure were. And and and,
0: and, it, it, and it, it, White Knight got it and it he actually had to, had to have surgery cuz it left like a black spot on him or something like that
1: I don't remember him having surgery uh but I, I know he got him and then I know that the next year after he was treated but well, he couldn't point a bird he couldn't smell her or anything and uh it did something to him but then it came back later on the next year hmm. and we were we were able to win with
0: um. So I mean, so when they get heartworn, that medicine back then it just it just cut their scenting ability off for a second. Just did anybody I, ever you know? I don't.
1: Out? Nobody, nobody knew. Uh, nobody knew why why Bud uh, couldn't point birds, but he couldn't. Hmm. But then it came. It came back, and he pointed birds. Man, that's
0: interesting. I wanna I wanna see what that what that's about because that's that. I mean, just. Yeah, I, don't, I guess it was the medicine or something, but
1: could have been something else. See, but you, you just don't know, right? A lot of a lot of things had those dogs and, and and all back then, but uh, he came back and, and won the national. After that huh?
0: Okay. Um, and and nobody. I mean, I guess not that you should get rid of dogs, but like that, Mister Riggins wasn't worried about it, like. You see what I'm saying? Like that—that would kind of make me a little nervous if my dog stopped scenting for a year. Yeah, well,
1: (laughs) I guess it it got it got it got a little bit touchy with holes, so don't put that in there. (laughs) Think about about, about
0: (laughs) it. Well, I I make sure to take that part out. (laughs) Oh,
1: they they get, but, uh, dang, yeah, I remember. I remember Mr. Riggins, he he used to write some long letters to Hall down there, and he was going to take the dog away from him and give him to John Gates and Clyde Morton, and he asked Clyde Morton, Clyde said, no, I'm not going to take that young man's dog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm glad there was that sportsmanship there. A lot goes goes into the dog world, and but you know, I, I guess I was lucky. I think I came along in one of the best times of field trials. Why you say that? And I, I think it. I think field trials are dying today. Really?
0: I, I, I I'm having a hard time with 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 that. Now, why do you think field trials are dying?
1: Well, you know, the, the American field. Right. We we don't get American fields anymore.
0: The, they stop doing the print.
1: Yeah, we used to do them, and, 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 uh, and just like me today, uh, yeah, we don't have a computer and nothing else like that. All the information I get is from the boys. Dang, man. And uh, did they tell you, have you been keeping up with that stuff about the Purina shooting dogs?
0: Yeah, man, all of that foolishness, man. Like, the way I think about it, honestly, and and I would love to hear your opinion about it, too, but... I don't think that's a. I don't think Purina should have had it. They should have said anything to Purina first of all, because Purina gives so much money to field trials. And that's my that's opinion. Right. Um, anything that 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 those gentlemen or that family had to do with the field trials should have stayed. You know, between the American Field and and, and their yeah.
1: family. Well, that's what that's what all of us said was going to happen if they keep on with it. And you you know Purina pulled out.
0: Oh, so they officially pulled out? Yes, sir. I didn't get they, that new. That must have been within the last few weeks then.
1: I think it was. My boy told me, about it. he's keeping up with it.
0: Man, what are we doing?
1: They were killing ourselves that's what it i'm saying
0: you would you, you, they say you, you 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 uh cut off your nose to spite your face
1: that's right <laughs> but uh
0: you know just, I'm, I, I i i guess i have a problem with first of all that stuff being on the internet because i you know i i don't and i'm born in the age of the internet and all of that stuff um you know, I, I was I was born in 1990, and I remember the first 10 years of my life from 90 to, to 2000. The internet wasn't really that popular for us, and so whatever people dealt with, and I'm sure you you understand this too, whatever problems people had, it didn't get aired out over the internet. You know, you you spoke That's to people, right, and you said, and, and you you either came to, to terms as gentlemen. Like we're supposed to be in field trial or you, you know what I'm saying? You, you found another way to settle it, but now everything is getting aired out on the internet. People putting out letters that Purina doesn't sent them and this and that. And it's like, imagine somebody like myself. I didn't had bird dogs the last four and a half years of my life. I had, a, I got a lab and then I got my pointer after that. I'm motivated to, to, to continue telling these stories, your stories, um, your son's stories, man, ran all of this stuff because that's what motivates me. But imagine a new guy coming in and they see all of this foolishness. That's not gonna make oh, them want to continue
1: that. They're not gonna want to come in. We right. we 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 losing all the time. Uh, you know, they can take a lab and they can work a lab at a little old lake around them somewhere mm-hmm. and have a good pet and everything like that. And that's where most of it's going.
2: Right. Right.
1: And if you, you've been up to Steel trial hall of fame. Yes, sir. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. Isn't it? It's, it's,
0: it's a, it's, it's a national treasure far as I'm concerned.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm just scared something's going to happen to it, you know, with, with, the field not publishing anymore and print and stuff like that. I just Man, I'm, I I just feel like it's going down. I I
0: I do and like I'm I'm working on writing an article about that same topic matter of fact. So I write a good deal for um bird dog magazines and things like that and um and I've taken a lot of my time, a lot of long hours at night, you know put my daughter to yep. bed and then, and then go and do some research. Right. And I'm trying to maintain this history for the next generation, but if they don't have the field trial hall of fame, what is there for people to go see? That's right. That's, that's the whole point. You know, when I went to the field We're, trial hall of fame, I I would, that's, that was one of the reasons that, that one of the couple of reasons that I, I, I got into bird dogs. And, and if it's gone, then what?
1: Well, I, I'm scared that something will happen to it. And we put in a lot of hours getting that thing from the time we started over at Wilson Dunn's back room to what it is today. And we wouldn't have got it done if it hadn't been for the labs and for the Britneys and mm-hmm. the German Shortheads and some more of those dogs. Mm-hmm. If we hadn't taken all them in, We never would have got it done. Right.
0: So y'all, I mean, so it was more beneficial to include all the other breeds instead of just pointers and setters.
1: That's right. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, Now, did you did you have any other? You had setters too, didn't you? Or just pointers?
1: I, I didn't. I didn't quite understand you. What? Oh, sorry.
0: Did you now? Did you have any other setters or just
1: pointers? Oh, I had I had some had some setter shooting dogs. Had some good ones. Yeah. When I was just a kid growing up, and we, Paul and I had one or two setters, uh, we had a little setter Blown Ned Wilfong, and uh, his name was my responsibility. <laughs> and he slept in the bed with me down at night with White Knight. I had them, too, in the bed at night. Really? It, and it's a good thing, because our old house we was in, there was cracks on the windows you could stick a, a knife in. And that's about the only way I, I made it that winter, I think.
0: Really? So them dogs yeah. kept you warm? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they sure did
0: and y'all had to get up and go work the dog so all right so let, listen what was a day in the life like like when you got up you because know, you know working dogs is a seven day a week job and to, to some degree so what i mean did y'all start with the young dogs first puppies in the morning how did all that go
1: you just did a lot of different things maybe there might be an old dog that uh all these dogs that didn't do good the afternoon before, mm-hmm. and run right off from you something, well, but we grab him out that morning and start out with him, right? And stuff like that. Okay. But uh, okay. It just it just varied what we do.
0: Man, I I I just would have loved to just be out there with you guys, man. Um, you know, I I I can I got. Five thousand questions and not enough hours in a day to do it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um. So, all right. So, when you you introduced your son to bird dogs, or or or, or how did how did Mister Billy Wayne get into it?
1: Well, that's where he did. He started off, like I said, he when he was just a kid. Uh, he always had some hounds. Yeah, coon dogs, and and then. uh, and he'd be out there with man. He, sometimes he, he'd ride with man, work dogs and when he's just a kid, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And and, and you guys, and, y'all taught him how to break dogs
0: and how to handle them and things like that.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he picked up a lot of things from man, just watching him. You know. Okay.
0: Now, yeah. were were the dogs back then? Were they? Was it is it true that the dogs back then were tougher than what we got now, or is that just what folks say?
1: Now I didn't understand. Like ask me the question again, all of it.
0: Oh, back so back then were the dogs tougher then, or or is that just what folks say? Just to say it.
1: Oh, that's just that's just what folks say when theirs doesn't do too good. But <laughs> uh, but uh, no. It, it's conditioning. It's, it's three. Hours. It takes. It takes a special knowledge to get a dog in shape to run three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I had a little, few little secrets and things like that. A lot of roading and working, but. Okay.
0: Now, uh, does rodent does rodent take anything out of a dog? Can you can you rode them too much?
1: Well, you've got to you've got to work between your working your dog and rolling your dog uh when I was getting ready for three hours uh and I worked the dog so so much you know then the next day I might rode the dog fifteen twenty minutes to loosen them up and uh it just varies you just got to know the dog right some dogs take a lot more than others right okay. Okay, man,
0: I, 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 you have given me way more information that I, I, could have even imagined. You know, um, man, and all of this stuff needs to go. What I'm gonna do is, um, basically take take the information um, and split it. So what we what we spoke about with man and all of that stuff, I'm actually gonna chop that off and I just want to make a podcast about just you and your history and, yeah. and, and take the information from man and, and use it in, 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 my book. Um, cause I, I just don't know why, uh, you know, why there aren't enough or, or any real literature on black dog men, but that's something that I, you know, I, I decided to pick up on and, the guys down in Thomasville, you know, there, there's the uh, the Black Handler's Field Trial down there. I'll be competing in that this year.
1: Yeah. You well, know. somebody told me about it. I have read about it, but I never have seen it. I, I'd like to, you know.
0: Yeah, I'll have, to, um, I'll have to send you guys some pictures of it. All right. Yeah, I'll have to send it. it, it you know, if we can get you out there, I'd love to have you out here. <laughs> well,
1: I, I'd love I can't. I can't ride anymore. I had two back operations last year, and I'm I'm just barely walking now. But uh, I can ride the vehicle or something, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, we got they got a um, you know the, the wagon and all
1: of that stuff. I mean. Yeah. You know, if we, if we. I don't know where. Yeah. I was I don't know where Billy Wayne's ride. been down that to it or not.
0: Maybe I'm gonna <laughs> ask him. Yeah. I'm gonna ask him. Mr. Morton, can I give you a call right back? We got some hail coming in. It's hitting my window pretty hard, and I, I feel like our power is going to cut off in a minute.
1: Where are, where are you?
0: I'm in Atlanta. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. Call me back you get it ready.
0: Okay, let me give you a call back when all of this goes out. I don't want it to drop off. No, that's
1: fine. Bye.